Delighted to say that speaking of going back to the bay, that's what we're going to do right now and catch up with our main man, Larry Kruger, out there. Larry, very good evening. How are you, sir? Well, doing fantastic. It was an exciting football game, and, and Brock Purdy just continues to play efficient football. He completed 75% of his passes today. Uh, cup three touchdowns. He's got now 13 touchdowns and only four picks on the year. And the 49ers got three uh, three key interceptions. If there's one area of improvement, well, that we've seen from last year's club to this year's club, it's that their safeties are so much more productive as far as interceptions. The Niners have 20 interceptions, the most in the NFL, half of those coming from their safeties. And it means that they are on, I think it's now a plus 11 turn of a differential, possibly plus 12 after that late one in the game. Well, you know, that is the key uh, for sure. You know, take care of the football, which is what Brock has done since he stepped in as the starter and and then take the ball away. And I think the, the other real positive today was the performance of both Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel. I mean, Samuel got out there a little bit, shook up, you know, shook, shook off some of the rust. And then Elijah Mitchell, I mean, five carries, 55 yards, 11 yards a carry, and two touchdowns for the, for the young running back. So um, it was a tune-up that I'm sure Debo needed. I'm sure, I'm sure Mitchell needed it. Now they get a little more rest and relaxation and, and until uh, the playoffs start. In terms of, of the performance today, who who really stood out for you on either side of the ball? We'll start off with the offense. It was another good game, as you mentioned, for Brock Purdy, but another one where we saw plenty of involvement. George Kittle become a touchdown machine as of late. Yeah, Kittle is has become. I mean, if Kittle doesn't love Brock Purdy, uh, we, there needs to be an investigation because Kittle has emerged as a Travis Kelsey like receiver since Purdy has taken over the job. Nine catch or four catches for 29 yards but two touchdowns for George Kittle and he's just been a prolific prolific um, you know receiver since Brock stepped in and if you go back to Iowa State you can see where Brock hooked up with Charlie Kohler quite a bit he likes to throw to the tight end uh, he likes to throw the seam pass his strength is in the middle of the field and man he has taken Kittle has always been a great player but his production has just skyrocketed since Purdy stepped in uh, his production, the run game's production, good to see Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel back today. Yeah, Debo, you know, only two uh, catches for Debo, but I think this was really kind of an important game just when you factor in how many, how much time he's missed and he wants to get into a flow. Um, I think the key, I think they got exactly what they wanted out of Debo today. Shake off the rust, get him out there, get him moving around, um, but don't expose him to a bunch of unnecessary hits. And they didn't do that. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I thought, you know, obviously Nick Bosa's Nick Bosa, but Jordan Willis has continued to play incredible football. And it, you know how deep is the, are the Niners as a team? Aziz Alshair probably makes the Pro Bowl on most teams in the NFL this year. He was, you know, strictly the Niners' third linebacker. Uh, with Greenlaw out today, Will, you saw Al Shair get in there more, and he had 10 tackles. Um, he was fantastic. And then also Michael Dwumfor, the uh, the street free agent defensive tackle who they signed, he had a nice fumble recovery. Uh, so they're getting, you know, they, it was not a great stellar performance by the defensive front last week in Las Vegas. 
Vegas against Jared Stidham. Um, and this week, I thought they bounced back and they really wreaked havoc on the Cardinal offensive line. Yeah, I, th- I thought defensively uh, across the board and the excellent performance gave up the early scores, but then just completely shut down this Cardinals offense. Yeah, uh, and, and Arizona, I mean, Arizona had no DeAndre Hopkins, no James Conner. They're kind of a one running back team anyway. So what were they out here with? They're out here with Greg Dorch. Um, they were out here with Trey McBride, or, or I should say uh, McBride, the rookie tight end out of Colorado State. Um, so, I mean, it's... They didn't have a lot of weapons, and the 49er defense capitalized. I mean, David Blau got that early touchdown on the 77-yard pass to A.J. Green. It seemed like they picked on Diamador Lenore at times, Uh, but the Niners' defense, for the most part, bent but did not break. And, you know, Tayshaun Gibson is going to be a key guy for the 49ers because he's got over 30 career interceptions. He's very productive at taking the ball away and they they're going to you know they're going to provide a lot of heat up front and they're going to be quarterbacks, you know, in the regular season maybe you don't take chances, but in the playoffs it's you win and you move on, you lose, you go home and quarterbacks do take chances and I would imagine Gibson's going to pick a few out of the sky. Injuries from the game, uh, Demetrius Flanagan fouls had a neck, um, never returned. Um, we'll look at that some more. Go ahead. Uh, You still have to play the game. There's stuff to play for, but is it a huge relief that you you got out of it mostly unscathed? Uh, yes, huge relief. It was frust- not a frustrating, it's just a stressful week when um, you know you need to win, but you know what you're doing the next week also. Um, so to be able to pull off the win, protect the guys a little bit there at the end, and to get out without any um, serious injuries was, um, we were very relieved. Getting any updates on, on the Eagles or the other scores? No, I got no updates. Um, when I came in, I saw them kicking onside kick, so that ended pretty fast. And we'll watch the game tonight, and sounds like we're going to play um, Green Bay or Seattle, so we'll see. In the big picture, just how do you feel about your team right now? Team game winning streak in the regular season, heading into the postseason. Uh, I feel real good. You know, I felt real um, good about our team when. We won the division there about a month ago, and um, I feel better about them now. I think we've gotten better since that point, and um, we'll be ready to go. We'll see if it's Saturday or Sunday, but excited for this week, excited to find out who we're playing, and real excited for the playoffs. It's another offensive production of over 30 points, Kyle. So how, how is that offense performing, and especially what are you seeing out of Brock? Um, you know, I think he's he's playing consistent, and he's making some good decisions with the ball. Um, has avoided um, some bad turnovers, and has done a good job getting some good players the ball who've done a good job making some plays. And he's hung in there on third down, made some key throws. Um, it's nice to get a run game going too. Um, but just overall, that um, the guys play real well. Do you see his ability to change arm slots in the face of pressure when you were scouting him, or is that new? Um, no, I mean he's always been pretty good at changing his arm angle and things like that. So being one sack away from the franchise record, was there any difficulty in taking him out at that point? A little bit, um, but you know, I, th- I think the bigger one. I th- hopefully, he finished leading the league. Did right? Sound didn't get many. Um, it would have been nice to also get the franchise record too. But um, you know, Alden did a hell of a job, and um, I think Nick's pretty happy with leading the league this year. Um, what did you think yeah. of Elijah and Debo? returning and how, how important is it to have them at 
Uh, I mean, it's very important. You know, I think we've done a good job without them, but I mean, those are two of our best players. Um, yeah, they were they were healthy this week. We wanted to get them in just to get them back into it, and mainly to help us win, but also for them knock off some rust, get them playing again. And uh, I think it went real well for both of them. They're both able to play some, touch the ball, um, do some stuff away from the ball also, and um, seemed like a success for both of them. Carl, you seen very many games. The, uh, the Demar shirt. Did you sense any? different or special emotion from the guys today or did you have any yourself just getting back on the field um no i it was emotional watching the Buffalo game. I got to see some of that this morning. I thought it was so cool when watching the national anthem. I mean, those were his brother. I mean, this league's a fraternity, so everyone related to it. And it was so hard watching that, um, especially the Monday night when no one knew what was going to happen. You know, and it's turned into such a happy story, at least um, the fact that he got out of that where we thought it was. So guys have been real positive with it and um, happy for the situation in the last couple of days. Um, but watching the Buffalo, you could see the emotion and it was unbelievable. Believable to see that opening kickoff return and just the timing of it, and that was a real special moment I think for the league and for everyone to see, just humans in general. Uh, how about the uh, production you've seen out of Brock? I mean, we talk about him every week, but this week he even exceeds that. He ends up having his first career three touchdown game. Um, I mean, Brock did some good things. Has some plays he missed too. Um, so I mean, he's playing solid. He's one of the reasons. Um, We've been doing this well the last month or so, and um, guys around him are playing at a high level, and we're real happy with Brock. Uh, we haven't seen a whole lot of Elijah, Christian, and Devo together. Uh, heading into the playoffs, like how, how do you go about formulating your plan? Like how do you want to use those guys? How much can you use? All those guys could be absolute workhorses for you, but there's only one football. How do you approach that? We just keep doing it the same way we've done it when they have been in or when they haven't been in. Like we, um, we we balance it out, we spread it around, we see how it ends up at the end of the game, but you never go in saying, hey, I'm gonna just get this guy the ball this much or that guy, you have a game plan and um, we have opportunities to spread it around a lot. And then you just see how the game unfolds, you see how they're defending people and uh, that usually takes care of itself. Defense gave up the big touchdown in coverage, but the jump ball gave up some yards obviously last week. Is there a level of concern or are there things that you've got to fix on that back end or just in the second uh, there's always concerns from a, a coaching staff perspective, not I'm not not just with a D, but there's offense, special teams. I mean, I'm, I, I try not to over say anything in here that makes it look like I'm too negative, but um, we're going to go in there and correct everything. I mean, there's things with the offense I don't like today. Um, there was things always that that you see. You know, I think the big plays have been um, have hurt us lately. They had that trick play on that first drive and launched the ball up to AJ Green, who's as good of a 50-50 ball guy as there is. So I like that there wasn't a bust of coverage or anything. They got a trick play, and he went up for it. I wish our two guys could have made it, but they didn't. And then he did a hell of a job making the big play after that. I thought their next scoring drive, you know, I thought we had them stopped. It seemed to me like um, there was a clip on that third and 14. I thought that's what I saw. Um, they, they didn't. Either it wasn't or they missed it, and that allowed them to extend that drive. And then we kind of broke down on the one drive after that. Um, you, besides that one play and um, that one drive, you know, our defense did what we expected them to do, and I think they're real excited for next week. You know, every game's a different thing. Well, what was it about this game you think that you know was different or challenged you in ways that maybe those other games hadn't? Um, yeah, I just feel like it's you know coming down to we got to get into a rhythm and from the jump. Um, Playing as a team, you know, offense rolling, defense rolling, special teams. Um, you know, when we start to lack or give teams some hope, then um, then 
you could feel it on our sideline. Like, man, we got we got to get rolling. And so, um, for this game, um, you know, I feel like we made some plays uh, early on, but then also, you know, there's some drives where it's like we got to be better. And so, um, you know, it starts with myself. It starts with everyone that's been here long enough to own it, own up to it. But um, yeah, it's something that we got to look ourselves in the mirror, get better, um, be real with ourselves. But um, at the end of the day. Um, we played team football, you know, I feel like in the second half and, and pulled it off. So are you vocal in those situations brought like early on in this game? Yeah, I mean I, I do my part with um, you know, talking to Greasy and, and when's it, when the right time is to, you know, talk to guys, not try to just be a rah rah guy, but at the right moments in the game. Um, but yeah, I think it started I'm hard on myself, so I, it starts with myself. Um, you know, I feel like I had to do my part and be better early on um, before I could, you know, say something to anyone else, you know. So um, that's just really how today went, you know. The week you mentioned that the moment you got here, pretty much you felt the urgency to kind of win a Super Bowl here. Have you felt that building as the season goes on and as the playoffs get closer, even after today's game, that the page already kind of immediately flips to that? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously the main goal. It's been the goal. Um, really since these guys played last year um, before all the rookies and everyone got here. That's that's the main focus and goal. Um, obviously, throughout the year, you want to focus week to week, gain momentum and things like that. But obviously, we're at the point in the season where it's, man, uh, regular season's over, and now the tournament starts. And this is you know the real ball that really matters. Um, every single day is going to be vital in terms of getting better and um, you know, being able to understand what what our opponent's going to be doing, like it matters. So, coach definitely stressed that to us after the game today, and you know, we're already getting ready for what's to come. But how do you feel, just confidence-wise, being in this position, going into the playoffs after these six games that you play quarterback? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel great. I feel like everyone else is, is feeling great. When you're on a roll, you're on a win streak, you feel like, man, you know, the groove and how we're playing together, it feels really good when we're on it. Um, I think a lot of us are real with ourselves too, though. Like, it's, I feel like we still haven't played to, you know, our full potential yet. And so, you know, we look at it as a challenge, but we're also excited because it's like, man, if we do play to our full potential, it's like, what else can we do? So um, those are the kind of things that we ask ourselves every day. and. Um, we're excited about, but I'm excited moving forward for you know being on a win streak. So, second touchdown to Kittle took a little time. Uh, Kyle said he was the first option on that, but at some point, are you just thinking I need to just hold on the ball long enough? I think 85 is going to get open. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Isaiah Simmons did a good job, you know, uh, being on George, you know, pretty tight early on. But then I'm like, man, you know, what? I think George can, you know, break out of this with a quick burst and, and he'll uh, create some separation. So I just trusted in him. Um, I was a little hesitant at first. Uh, man, should I move on? But I was like, you know what? George is good in the one on one matchups like this. So um, it was good. I could just put the ball out in front and George made a great play, keeping his feet in, too. So it was a sweet play. This game in the face of pressure where you dropped your arm slot and almost threw sidearm. Where did you develop that ability? Is that something that you got playing baseball? Yeah, I would I'd credit that to baseball, just the middle infield, you know, even at third base on, you know, uh, dribbler down the line and having to throw it to first on pretty low, like a submarine, you know, type throw. But um, definitely baseball, I feel like throughout the years and growing up and stuff that helped me with those kind of arm slots and things like that. But um, yeah, I wish we could have completed a couple of those today. but. It's uh, it's nice to be able to you know drop the arm slot, get the ball around defenders. You also seem very comfortable throwing to your left, where most right-handed quarterbacks are more comfortable throwing to their right. Is that another thing for baseball throwing across your body? Um, 
maybe. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but I feel like, you know, th throwing on the run for me is like part of my game. So if that's going left, that's going right, it really don't matter to me. But um, I feel like I've had a, a good amount of reps just throughout my career in college and then the NFL of throwing left. So definitely comfortable doing it. What does it do for the offense and you to get, you know, to have not only Christian and, and Kittle and Ayuk, but also to have Debo and Elijah now, too. Yeah, um, that's the other thing is like, man, we get these guys back. It was good to get some work in with Debo today, Elijah getting his reps. Um, so it's like, man, once we're all in rhythm and in sync, um, then I feel, I feel like we can play our full potential. Um, so I feel like today we got a little glimpse of it, but definitely some room to improve. But I'm excited for all of them to be healthy going into playoffs. It's going to be fun. Are there times when the NFL game seems a little easier to you than the college game, just given how much talent is around you on this team? Um, in a sense. Um, I feel like the games are a little different, but um, yeah, I feel like, you know, right now it's like, man, I got so many playmakers around me. I feel like I don't have all the weight of the world on my on my shoulders to, you know, make something up or plays. It's like, it's like man, Kyle calls a great game plan. I just got to go through my progression, you know, throw check downs to guys like Debo and Christian, and then they make guys miss. So um, for me, it's it's nice. I just got to distribute it to guys, and, and then they come up with all the yards and stuff, which is which is fun to watch. But um, college, I feel like at times, yeah, there were, I feel like Sometimes I had to, you know, make things up and felt felt a little bit more pressure. But um, honestly, those kind of moments helped me to, to get to where I'm at. So. Well, at one point, this team was three and four, and now taking a ten game win streak into the playoffs. Kind of, what does it say? about the resilience of this team and the focus inside the building? Yeah, I feel like just from day one, um, even though our record w was what it was early on, we've all known what our potential you know, really is and, and was at the, at the time. Um, and so we've always just believed in ourselves. We've all kept our heads down. All the guys, the, the leaders, Fred, Nick, um, Trent, like everyone was like, man, let's just focus on ourselves every single day and know that's going to come at some point. Like we're going to get on a roll. We're going we're gonna to click both offense and defense and play as a team. And once that happens, you know, it's going to be it's going to be tough to play us. And honestly, it happened and, and here we are. But all of that, you know, honestly, doesn't really matter anymore. It's man, one game at a time um, moving forward for the tournament. So we're excited. Uh, how do you feel as a team? How do you feel defensively here you're going into this? I feel amazing. Honestly, um, you know, I'm, it's a blessing, obviously, to make the playoffs. Uh, and uh, to have the opportunity that we have, seriously, I don't, I don't know if I've had this feeling that I, that I have right now about our team and the opportunity that we have to to go win this thing. Um, you know, this this opportunity doesn't uh, doesn't come around often, and I want it to, I, but I want that to be the feeling, you know, right, to for this organization. And you know, it's it's about recommitting yourself and. Uh, we have we have some things obviously to clean up on defense. That's, that's every week, but uh, we have everything that we need on this team to, to do what we want to do this uh, this off, this postseason. Right. You said that this is kind of a, a unique feeling. Obviously, 2019 you were top seed, 13-3. What is it about this this team in this moment? Uh, just our, just being a complete team, you know. And obviously, 19 it obviously was a very similar feeling. Having that one seed was was amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I just have a great feel about about where we are, and and uh, it's it's different when you have the role of being one of the leaders of the team. Now, back then, I was just a young buck, just following following the lead of of, of the older guys, and now, uh, you know, it's my it's my job to keep keep everybody on on the path, you know, to to where we're trying to go. Fred, this was a really emotional week in the NFL, and I just wonder how you felt about taking the field and. and um, you know, was it different for you at all? Were the emotions different? You know, it was 
it was something that was on my mind, and it was it was amazing to see all the love and support for Demar and the, and the shirts. Obviously, everybody's wearing and and uh, coloring color the three on the on the thirty yard line and things like that. Um, you know, when you see something like that, how how horrific that moment was. It does put things in perspective. You know, you can't go out there and play this game timid. You can't. You know, when you do, that's when, that's usually when bad things happen. You know, and it, it gave me more perspective and allowed me to feel even more blessed to play this game. Seriously, um, you know, I'm so so happy and so grateful that you know the prayers are being heard and that he's making a, a recovery like he is. I mean, it's it's truly a miracle. Um, you know, and so just just blessed to take the field today. You guys haven't shied away from, from what the goal is around here from, from the beginning of this season. How much do you feel that urgency continue to ramp up as the tournament gets closer, even after the game today? Yeah, I think uh, the thing that uh, has remained true through these past 10 games is it's it's a one-game season every week. And obviously now more than ever, that's what this is, right? You know, win or go home. And I think that's what is amazing that we that we played like that all throughout these past 10 weeks and now that's carrying us right over into into the postseason into the tournament and you know putting us right where we want to be and it's about just recommitting ourselves to to what we want at the end of this thing how long ago does that Chiefs game seem like now it's the last time you experience a loss oh wow <laughs> no yeah I mean it does it does feel like a long time and we've gone through Tons of stuff since then, seriously. I mean, even though we have won every single one of those games, you look back at last week, you look at the way, ways that we've had to find to find a way to win throughout this this 10-game stretch. And it's all about peaking at the right time. And I feel like we, we're doing that. We got to make sure that we're, um, we're looking at ourselves hard and just really being all the way dialed in and all the way committed to what we're trying to do. How impressed are you with the offense? Very, very impressed. I mean, I'm... People keep asking me, hey, man, have, have you? Are you impressed? Like, are you surprised about what Purdy's doing and all these other things? And I'm, I'm, I'm really not. I feel like he's doing exactly what what Kyle and the offense is asking of him. And you know, I mean, it's it's amazing that a rookie is able to come in with such poise and confidence and lead that group. I mean, that can't be. I'm surprised people aren't talking about it more. Honestly, it's something that is incredible for mystery relevant to lead the team that we have into the postseason now trying on our way to try to earn a Super Bowl um, and knowing that we have full confidence in, in achieving that with him you know it's 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 truly um, truly impressive and you know it's it's great to see the guys around him you know really taking their game to the next level you talk about George and him the way he's been playing these you know these last few weeks and just it feels like every game he's got at least 100 yards two touchdowns you know you look up and Christian has been amazing we got Debo Brandon like the list goes on and on Elijah's first game back he has two touchdowns so however you want to go about it I mean that's that's how the offense is going to is going to go howdy how are we doing guys wow this connection uh, catching touchdown passes from Rob Purdy? Um, <clears throat> gosh, I could be punny and talk about Iowa, but, um, you know, I think uh, we've had all the plays that we've called that have, like, been designed to go to me. Brock's done a great job of, like, just keeping me in his first read. I've taken advantage of that opportunity to get open for him to throw it. Um, but, you know, when the play breaks down, he does such a good job of keeping his eyes up, and he always looks for me in the back of the end zone. Uh, I think... Um, I don't know, Brock's just, he's a good football player that just tries to give his, uh, his guys a, a good shot at you know, scoring touchdowns, getting the ball. And we've just been very fortunate to connect on seven of them. Do you feel like 
no matter where you are in the progression, if you get open, the ball's going to be coming your way. Well, I'm always open, but of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, even the, the second one, like I'm not the first read, and he just still gives me a shot on, even though I'm covered. I just got to appreciate that. You know, he's just out there trying to deliver me the ball, and he's just done such a good job of that since he's been in the game since Miami. And whether it's me, Ayuk, Debo. I mean, he's a Christian. He's done, just done a fantastic job just getting us the ball with space and giving us an opportunity to make a play with our legs. The first read, because Kyle said you were. On which one? The first or the second? The, fir the first one, I was the first read. The second one, Juice was the first read. I got completely buried in, in the end zone on a goal line play, but somehow he gave me a shot at it, and it worked out just well. You know, of course, end the season on a 10-game winning streak, but you guys are at a position now where you can't lose, obviously, now. So how do you feel about moving forward and trying to, you know, win out the rest of the season? Um, I mean, in my opinion, uh, the 10-game winning streak, that's awesome. It's really fun. Uh, it means nothing now at this point. Uh, you know, it got us a position of securing a two seed, so we get to play at home for two weeks. I mean, obviously, we got to win the first one, and we'll figure out who we're playing. But, uh, I mean, all that matters now, I mean, everything's a little bit more amplified. You know, hopefully guys are 100% focused on just football. You know, extracurricular activities are kind of um, just pushed to the side, whether it's, you know, friends, family, whatever it is. If you want to go to restaurants and stuff, have it. We just hunker down and, you know, focus on, you know, these next, whatever, four or five weeks, whatever it is. And I think that, uh, I, think, I think Fred kind of touched on that, too. It's just we just got to dial it in. Uh, just appreciate this moment that we're in because, I mean, I went 0-9. Uh, you know, we finished kind of strong. You know, didn't make the playoffs. Went 4-12 my second year. Had a Super Bowl run. Didn't win. 2020, we thought we were great. Come, had so many injuries. We couldn't win a game. It's the playoffs 2021. Um, won a bunch to get in late. And then we didn't make it there. But just like this opportunity that we're in is crazy. We had home field advantage for two games. So we better take it, you know, take advantage of it because we've set ourselves up for success. And now we just got to go execute. How does it feel to be part of a juggernaut offense that scores a bunch of touchdowns and like 35 points almost? That's awesome. It's fun. More touchdowns for everybody. Um, it, it's been really fun, and you know, that has to do with you know our run game's been great. Um, it opens up our pass game, but you know Brock's been fantastic in the pass game. Really, um, I mean Ayuk just got over a thousand yards, which is awesome for him. You know it's incredible. Um, but you know Brock's just been he's been very consistent for us, and he's um, there hasn't been really a weak link, especially when our O line's been able to play together almost the entire year. I think that's one of the biggest things that people don't talk about is our O line has gotten so much better together. Um, so it's and then you just throw in all of our skill positions. That just makes us more dangerous and also helps when our defense has four turnovers. I mean, our defense is playing out of their minds. Uh, they have sticky hands. They get the ball all the time. And just, you know, when we get good field position, we've been taking advantage of it. We've been way better in the red zone than we were. A while ago, Birdie started off by saying that, talking about the slow start offensively today. We definitely had a slow start. It wasn't very fun. Do you sense when he's frustrated? Does he let you know? Do you do you get a get a vibe off of that when he's? I mean, not just Brock, but like you could tell the whole huddle was just kind of like, hey guys, like let's just take a deep a deep breath because we're a very talented offense. They have a lot of injuries. This should not. This shouldn't be a like a grinder of a game. We should be able to go in there and execute. And maybe that was one of our things we did, we're ex we weren't executing well. We had a couple penalties. We had a couple, you know, um, MAs, and it just kind of put us in a weird position. And again, like our defense helped us out early on. You know, they kind of bailed us out, and our offense finally got clicking. And you know, um, unfortunately, that's not going to be able to be the case moving forward in the playoffs. You know, everybody we're going to be playing is ready to roll, and they're going to try. You know, they're going to give us uh, their best shot. And um, I just hope that, and I know that we will be ready. And we're going to give everybody our best shot, and I, I assume that oh, I know that our best shot is better than anyone else's. The winning streak notwithstanding, do you feel like there's another level that this team can get to, and, and if so, how, how do you get there? I mean, if you just go back and you know, watch the beginning of the game, um, I mean, they score on a double pass, and 
I, you know, they go up, our offense responds, and after that it was like three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, and um, we're not going to be able to do that. So obviously there's room for us to get better at every position. Um, you know, I don't think I played my best in some situations. Um, but once we got rolling, then you could feel that, and you could feel the mojo, the swagger of the offense just kind of take off. But uh, we just had to be able to, hey, first snap and go. And we did that. You know, first drive we came out, we went down and scored in like six plays, I think. But we just got to continue that success. You know, our defense, when they set us up on the 40-yard line, like we have to go get points. We can't punt, and then we won't be able to do that in the playoffs. So um, there's definitely stuff for us to get better at. Uh, we're going to watch the film hard, and um, but we're just really looking forward to whoever we're playing next. And um, I'm, I know that our team will come back and get better from that too. That was awesome. You kidding me? First NFL game for my grandma, 100 years old on Friday. Stadium sings happy birthday birthday to her, so shout out to Levi Stadium. Uh, faithful are fantastic. I was just, I mean, really fun. Um, just being able to see her, I don't get to see her too often. She's back in Iowa, but um, to get her out here to enjoy a game and then score for her, and she gets one of those footballs, it's going to be really special. And I know my mom had a great time, too. My best advice my grandma gave me, um, she's told me multiple times to um, do two things. Um, since I was a kid, she's always told me, and my parents told me this as well, but just treat others how you want to be treated. Just be kind to people um, and just appreciate people for who they are. Don't judge people. Um, and just, you know, just appreciate every single person for what they bring to the table. That and uh, just be present in all situations because moments come and go and you don't want to just, you know, be aloof and not realize how special a moment is. Just appreciate those and learn from them and get better from them. Say again, Jennifer. She said I looked really good and I was going to have a great game today. So <laughs> she's going she's gonna to have to come to some playoff games too just to speak into existence. I know. She's like, you're going to have a great game. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Grandma Lucky. How gratifying is it to get two touchdowns right before the playoffs and be within the position where you guys are now, being what happened in Chicago at the beginning of the season, that fiasco, and then how you had a slow start? Uh, I mean, I think our team has been – we're a completely different team than we were week one, week two, week three, week four. Um, we got on a hot streak. Um, and then we've just been able to get better and get better. Good thing our defense has been fantastic throughout the entire year. Um, and they've kept us in every game. But, you know, our defense, I mean, our offense has just gotten better, um, whether it's the skill positions, you know, DYU getting better on routes, me getting better on routes. I mean, adding Christian McCaffrey into your offense pretty uh, helps a lot too. Getting Elijah Mitchell back is really helpful. Our running backs are running downhill. Our O-line's playing at a super high level, and we're just we're getting a lot better. And, uh, I mean, two touchdowns, it's awesome. It's super fun. Love scoring touchdowns. Um, you know, just got to continue that uh, success going into the playoffs. And just, you know, that's when each touchdown, each catch really, really matters because every play um, could be a game changer. Say again. JJ Watt, your thoughts on his career? Oh, I mean, his career? Shoot. Um, when was he a rookie? Like 2010? Sorry, yeah, 2010? 2011? I mean, I was uh, I was a senior in high school when he was there. I mean, when I was in college, I got to see him have three de defensive NFL MVPs. Hit a season where he had five touchdowns, three on offense, two defensive. Um, he wrecks every single play. I mean, when JJ was at his peak, he was the most dominant player in football, much like Aaron Donald, um, Nick Bosa. But um, even. Even playing him now, like you still have to game plan for him, and we game plan for him. He still had two sacks, so he's a hell of a football player. He's a great competitor. He's fun to tra uh, trash talk with. He, I mean, he play. He's a very unique player that, based on how he plays, he swim moves everything. He plays back door and everything. Um, he's annoying to play against because of his talent. Uh, but it, I mean, for him to get, you know, congratulations on his fantastic career. Um, I know he's going to do fantastic things outside of football, but I um, mean, he's a hell of a football player, and the game will definitely miss him. 
that uh, what Purdy's doing has just become kind of commonplace, and maybe you just don't. He's Mr. Irrelevant, and everyone feels confident you guys can win a Super Bowl with him. Um, does it feel like that to you? Like, I don't know, this has just now become normal, and maybe it, it should be even a bigger story? I mean, whenever Brock came in against the Dolphins and he just took cover zero to the face and delivered, uh, you kind of knew that you had a guy in you. Uh, that's a very difficult thing to do as a rookie quarterback. And then guys will say he's Mr. Relevant, but um, he's a he's a really good quarterback. He's made great throws. Um, he has he's been super smart with the football. I mean, I think out of his three interceptions, I think that's all he has, right? Three interception. One was basically a punt, and then the other one was a drop that turned into a pick, and then he threw a jump ball to me that I didn't get. So like he hasn't. He's super smart with the football. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's got super. He's super quick. Gets out of a lot of rushes, and like I said, he keeps his eyes up on every single play. He's always ready to deliver. Um, but you know, ever since the Dolphins game, we've just been like, all right, Brock, like just be you. You don't like. I don't need some superstar, you know, athletic player like that. But like just be you, and that's all he's done. And yeah, he has made some crazy plays, and like I said, he's super. Smart at the football he doesn't do dumb stuff and and also like you can just see his hunger too like he's disappointed with some of the plays he made today he was talking about it after the game and uh, he's like I just I want to be better so we win and I'm like well you've done a great job of winning so let's just get keep getting better and we'll just keep winning and you just got to love a guy like that and again one thing you love is when a quarterback comes in the huddle and you can sense his confidence that it raises the level of play of everybody in the huddle. And when he's confident and you can see him come into that huddle and he owns the huddle with his voice or like he gets your attention, um, whether it's a walkthrough, whether it's a practice, whether it's a game, and that not everybody has that. And uh, for a rookie quarterback to come in and do that right away, you just believe in him a little bit more. And then all he's done is show how good he is on tape. And uh, he's been fantastic. Um, he's been a hell of a rookie for us. This is your fourth question, so <clears throat> 25 bucks a question. Um, I don't know if you follow what's going on around the league, but in six games, do you think he's done enough to warrant being in that conversation for an offensive rookie of the year? I don't know how he's not. I mean, he hasn't lost. He's put up great numbers. He doesn't have very many turnovers. He has touchdowns. He has passing yards. Um, and he's on a hot streak. So I, I think Brock should 100% be in that conversation. I know other guys played the entire season. For a rookie quarterback to come in and play the way that he has, that's pretty special. And I don't really know anyone else that has played the level he's played at.